Ladies and gentlemen. What up? Geektastic Cypher. How you feel? Uh, I'm feeling great, man. You? Yeah, I'm uh I'm chill. Oh my god, why am I distorted? Who knows? I don't understand what's happening with this machine. This what is it? Mashugana? This uh Mashugana. I don't know. That sounds like the whitest thing you've ever said. Probably. <laughs> There's a good chance that it is the whitest thing I've ever said. Oh boy. Uh did you have you recovered from the, the fantastic weekend that was Montreal Comic Con? Uh my wallet, not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to not talk about I, her wallet. I don't wanna I don't Oh, even. oh you too? <laughs> Uh, did you see the video I did with all the prints? I, I missed it. I didn't, get, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to. God uh, damn. Yeah, I, but, I, went, uh, I went donkey crazy. Oh, man. I want to compare. Um, for me, but no, my, seriously, my feet still kind of actually hurt to a certain degree. But that's only because during Comic-Con, I also went to the Roots. Well, I mean, as yourself, went to the Roots concert. I told you to buy the mats. We I did said. have the mats. Mike had the mats. but he, it No, just, the mats he had is not the mat I was talking about. Oh, do you have even crazier ones? Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link for next time. Because I saw the mat you guys had, and I was like, oh, no, that's the mat I have for my workout, which yeah. is nice to have, but it's it's not the one. There's like an even better one that's probably quite more expen- a bit more expensive, but worth it. Like you feel oh. like you're walking on a bloody cloud. I'm, su- I'm super down because, I mean, mind you, like it was a little it was it was it was a crazy weekend because like uh you know, it was just like, there was a lot of people. It was the first time there was like 62,500 people, they said. And that's that was wild. Like, I remember going in on Friday because I went a little yeah. late to to get behind the booth because I had to actually do like, you know, real work and stuff. But yeah. when I got to the booth, I was like, holy crap, this is a lot of people. Like, this, yeah, is, man. this is pretty big. And, you know, we did pretty good as a booth considering like um, what we had available. And like, we had a lot, was a lot of fan art that we made, but we were able to cover the booth in a bit more. Okay. Uh, I was just going to ask. Uh, yeah. I didn't want to assume that you were willing to say because it's, you know. Yeah, well, like, you know, I mean, I'm able to say that we had a good run this year. Like, I'm more than proud to say that we were able to do that based off of what we had, like, to because, like, we had, uh, due to delays because of COVID, there were certain projects that didn't make it through because, you know, everyone had their own thing that they had to deal with, you know. Right. So, right. like, we, we there were some pushbacks, but at the same time, there were people who, like, oh, I didn't get to see you last time. I wanted to buy this book. Uh, there was a lot of people who came by who actually said, do you have new books? And we're like, we do. Like, we we have it. But they're coming. They're coming. Yeah. Uh, you know, and like a lot of people were obviously very sympathetic to that. But like also a lot of people showed support via that. And they also like, you know, they're buying. Um, we made various prints of like some of our books and some there was also some fan art that some of the guys did. And again, like we did it. We did a, a pretty good job of it. And like at the same time, it was good publicity. Like people were asking us about it. We ended up going to the we did the dead narrative panel, which uh, I knew you were. I yes. always forget the title of the panel. Yeah, but I was I I bragged about how great you were in, you know, on your panel. So oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. No, that was that that was really cool. So like we that was like in my in my opinion a great success because, uh, well one we didn't just choke up there because honestly, right right before going I did I had no butterflies when I noticed that there was an actual lineup of people outside yeah. of ours because like I walked I was there was a when we and the guys were going to the door initially. Yeah, there was one area that had a bunch of people in front of it, and there was another door that had nobody in front of it. So I was like, "Okay, yeah. that's ours." But I'm just gonna wait for the guy to tell me where to go. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're waiting and waiting. The girl just is talking to us, and eventually I'm like, "Oh, so that one's ours?" She's like, "No, it's this one." And then I was like, "What?" And then I realized, 
our conversation was one that she was assuming we knew we were already in front of ours, so she was just not gonna say <laughs> it for like so. I was like, like not not like wondering, but I was like, okay, like when are you gonna like point us in the right direction? You know, like I was like yeah. waiting for it and after like five minutes, I was like, Where's ours? They're like, this is yours. I'm like, why, why are there people? <laughs> like, uh, you knew the room number, didn't you? No, I did, but I meant like I was so surprised by the turnout in general. Because, like, uh, you know, it's the first time I'm doing it. For most of the people there, except for Stefan, which I, I should say, Mike, Chris, Stefan, and Anthony yeah, all did yeah. a great job. They yeah, all, yeah, uh, you thank you for, for being on the on the being on the panel and whatnot. But, like, yeah. I know that um, Stefan had, you know, he, he's, 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 been, he's been doing it before. He's had some panels before. So, like, maybe that's also how some word got out there as well. But, like, just to see the general interest. And then when we had, like, actual interaction and – whatnot and it was it was a lot of fun and and when people were coming to us afterwards asking questions whether it was about comic books or generals or horror stuff it was a, it was a lot of fun like i'm down to do more panels for sure if they if there's any reason to hey man i i would i'm totally down to do panels i've been wanting to do a panel i have an idea for another panel but one of the panels that i said to you and we did the segment last week on the show judgment call i think that would make for a great a great great panel i know fan expo in toronto does the uh, they used to do the 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 artist duels, yes, the sketch duels back in the day. So I, I don't know if they still do those, but you know stuff like that, like where people are doing stuff but also competing, and it, you know it makes for some entertainment. Yeah. And I feel like a panel where we really do judgment call, we get like some, you know, we try and see if we can get potentially comic book artists who are there to be mm -hmm. judges. And or, you know, any guests would be interesting to just have them come up and judge the 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 the, the debate. And and you, good sir, would have to keep it clean because you ha are a foul mouth a-hole when it comes to this game. That's a lot. That's a <laughs> lot of my that's a lot of my persuasion, though. <laughs> that's a lot of my persuasion. I mean, there's only one way to call a guy a bitch. <laughs> I mean, you, I, I, you're going to have to come up. Son of a donkey is the one one of the ways that I say it. And it, it's, I'm gonna it, be like McFudgeon. <laughs> that's gonna be my. If that's what you think is the only way you could get away with it, that's... <laughs> like, I don't you start, know. You start practicing now, sir. 2022 Ooh. practice for 2023 because you're gonna need it. You're you are. <laughs> I, I like how you're, like, you're gonna need it. <laughs> well, just because like we're in one of those like campy 80 movies. <laughs> I I know I can survive without swearing if I had to. If I if you said right now for the rest of this episode, do your best not to swear. I could get through the episode without swearing. I don't know that you would. If I brought up something that you genuinely like and we started discussing it, you'd probably break very easily. Probably. <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> lie because the problem is it's like I can't. You know. The problem is I, I can do it, but it cannot be in concise matters because I'm constantly trying to figure out the nice way of saying it. So it becomes a long, drawn-out conversation. Like, uh -huh. I'll be like, like a female dog would not appreciate this type of... That is yeah. like the worst. This is why I say son of a donkey. Yeah, exactly. Because so even saying it, I'm like, that doesn't even sound good like in any but way. You know and it makes me sound bad in other ways. <laughs> There's a documentary I watched uh, at cmj a couple years ago that was about swearing and in it ice T uh pat boone the singer let me see if i can find it pat boone uh, documentary swearing let's see if i can find the name of this documentary no that's not it incredible stories 
Oh, okay. So the documentary was called Fuck a Documentary. <laughs> Sounds like my documentary. And in it, Pat Boone and Ice-T and a whole bunch of people are there. And he talks about the fact that he uses his own name as a swear word. <laughs> and people were... And then... And then Ice T found out, and Ice T was just like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna use that from now on." And Ice T started going, "Yeah, last night I booned my wife," and it became like a whole joke to him to use "boon" in to replace the f word. That's and funny. I was just like, "Okay," but that's oh, see that I, that's a pretty that's a good way around it. But like, I'm not gonna be like a cozy old man, like, you know? Okay, that sounds like a good swear word. I cozy old out of that, <laughs> but you can't say the fuck. That's the point. Or uh, I, I guess it would be, I cozy yeah. I cozy I I the cozy old out of that. You're gonna have to yeah. smurf it. You're gonna have to smurf it. You're I cause to... I cause you old about. It. I have to like elongate it. I gotta try and create two yeah. words in one. I cause well, and oiled it. I love how we're supposed to be talking about Montreal Comic Con as a recap, and instead yeah. we're trying to figure out better swear words, but to keep it clean. For next year's you know, Montreal no, Comic Con. That's there you that go. Full circle segue, kids. But you know what? Yeah, I got to say, uh, having not been able to go to Comic-Con for two years because they canceled them because of the pandemic and really missing it. Like, I really did. You know, when I got there on the first day and I picked up my badge, I was like, OK, I'm going to walk the floor for a couple minutes. Then I'm going to head out because I'm going to see Thor Love and Thunder, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Mm. And I got to the floor and that feeling and, and I think, again, one of the only reasons I think I was comfortable with it is because I had recently caught COVID. So I was in the mind frame of like, okay, I've caught COVID. I am not as concerned about getting sick. So I walked the floor. I had my mask on. I was still wearing my Vader mask, my respirator mask, even though I was less concerned. I, I wasn't freaked out as much. Walked the floor, had a good time, went to you guys' booth 2331, went to a whole bunch of different people, spoke to, you know, see uh, more designs, spoke to Tall and Quirky and Tina Tran, I Am Wonder, spoke to, uh, you know, just the list goes on and on of all the people mm -hmm. that I got to catch up with that I hadn't seen in a couple years. Beto, the artist from Toronto who does the hip hop covers. Uh, I didn't get to see Christian uh, Bolanos because he wasn't there, but I did get to see his booth. They had really like great, uh, like this new company that was doing glass work where they print on the back of glass. I got one of those. I I I was tempted to, but I I was in my I, head. The only reason I didn't get it is because I told myself I want to support the smaller local artists first before looking into supporting this mass producing glass company who I don't know if their stuff is even licensed. Like, that's one of the things I feel a little bit weird about. It's one thing to me if a, fan, if a artist in Artist Alley does fan art and I buy fan art, fan art from them. It's another thing to me if someone rents a booth and is mass-producing images that they don't have the license to but they were they they were in the exhibitors section though, right? Which means that uh, hypothetically speaking, hypothetically, they, there's they, a they should they should have licenses for those, right? Because they, like you they be able should. to be, they should. Yeah. But are they you saying should. you've done your investigation and you know they don't? 
I don't know that they don't. But I, I, you know what? I'll tell you one thing. There's one company that I know for a fact that used to be in the exhibitor section that wasn't there this year. And I know that the stuff that they were selling was not licensed. Because I ended up getting, I actually, it's a funny and story. I'm not, I'm not judging those guys. I'm not no, saying I know. don't enjoy the prints you got. I'm just saying for me at that time, what I wanted to do was support fan art by local artists more mm. so than someone who I can't check. Because, you know, Chris, for example, doing his pieces, Chris is just doing fan art. I'm buying mm. his awesome fan art. Which the he other, sold all his TNMTs, which was great. Wonderful. I'm so happy for him because those are beautiful pieces. But when I'm saying like these guys, those glass guys, they're not local, small, smaller based artists. They're mm. they they have an exhibitor's booth that is sky high with like five or six people working it, selling prints from anime shows, Marvel shows, Marvel heroes, DC stuff. And so it's like you guys got the license for all of this. I don't know. So I'd rather buy the fan art from Chris and tall mm. and quirky and Beto and Seymour designs and Christian Bellanos and everyone else that I bought from than I would those particular people. Yeah. For, for me, it was that I, this year I, I tried, I completely failed. I thought, I thought I was going to be like, Oh yeah, you know, it's been a while. I shouldn't go crazy. I went pretty crazy. But one thing yeah. I never was looking for was art because like, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know, you're just like, I, I, I'm with my partner now and like, we're going to be doing our own thing and whatnot. So it's like, I don't want to like infiltrate the house with different random art. Right. But at one point in time, we were looking at stuff and out of that, I don't know if you could see it properly, but did you see this one? No, I did not see that one. So it's like a Roshi. It's a dope Roshi one for those who can't, who aren't, who might be. Just I was going to say it's a, it's a, you dope guys are one. listening to it. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a little, it's a dope ro- close up of Roshi's face. He's, he's smoking something and uh, he's decked out in Gucci stuff. And uh, I was just looking at it. And I was pointing it out to her. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And she's like, yeah, I'd go half seas on that. I'm like, what? Oh, cool. She's like, and she's like, I'm like, were you not trying to sell me? I'm like, uh, and she's like, you realize there's, she's a, of her like fashions. Cause she's into fashion. She's responsible. She's just into fashion. And uh, she loves Gucci and she, but she likes like the like street art and stuff like that as well. Okay. Okay. So like, she's like, she's showing me like, cool street art or school art of gucci before we actually have like a painting of like a lego gucci type thing oh dope okay and she saw that and she's like were you not trying to sell that on me and i'm like <laughs> well were you trying not I, to pitch me on this yeah exactly and i was there yeah, i'm like yeah. well I, I i guess i am now because yeah, like yeah, i yeah. like it that much too so it's just like yes sure. <laughs> i mean i am trying to pitch you on this <laughs> wonderful thing that we should hang in our house so that we are excellent geeks and nerds who have beautiful art yeah, but to but to reiterate what you're saying from before in regards to like first getting there. Yeah, yeah. It was like a nice. I don't know about you, but I felt like, you know, when you haven't been somewhere in a really really long right. time, and then yes. you go there, and there's like a smell. There's like a certain like. Well, I don't know if I feeling, want to smell. Feel, no, yeah. but like you, oh, you know oh, what I'm saying. Like, like there's yeah. like uh, so the smell is more like when you go to like a specific let's say cottage or or, or sure, na- sure, natural. Sure place that you yeah i don't know if classes are yeah you know comic-con smell is the first thing i want to remind but like that sense of like there's like a it it has a certain sound it it was i i had my mask on so maybe i didn't smell it because of that but when i did take my mask off the smell didn't overwhelm me this time as (laughs) it has in past years (laughs) which is surprising because there's a lot more people oh my god yes 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 i i just liked being around that energy again yeah again, of course got got too much this this time around i was more this is the first year i tested out getting the mystery boxes oh right okay so i've bought mystery boxes in the past opening them up is so much fun but 
Uh, so that's Stylin is the one you got from. I got. I actually did. So thanks to uh, my partner and uh, her parents actually bought me two. Like together, they bought me two because they were just you know doing their thing and they like they just went and got me that. So shout out to them for that. But I got. So they had the stylish ones, which are like more. Um, I guess like the boxes. I have it close by. Like you know, it's actually designed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. and whatnot. So you yeah. had that vendor, but then you also had this other vendor, which is just like a, a brown box, and then there's a symbol on it. You're like, okay, that's okay. what it is. So for those of you who are listening to this, he held up a Zelda box first, and then the second one was a Star Wars Rebellion box. Yeah. Did and you open them yet? I did. That's oh, why okay. I was I was gonna say, like, not a necessarily a review of each one, but like I was gonna say, like the quality difference between the two vastly different but okay. like more so that for uh what's you, you know the ones that stand like the the artsy one boxes the what were you saying it was called before styling styling i think those, that's what they're called those guys the thing i liked about them is like what was in the box was obviously more worth more right than what i paid so for those guys are the example of licensed because they are a licensed company and i know that there was another mystery box company a couple years ago that also had boxes that look like theirs and those weren't licensed boxes. So the difference between the licensed and the unlicensed boxes is the licensed boxes from stylish or styling, whatever they're called. Yeah. We'll find out. We'll tell you guys next year or we'll find it out later on. Mm. But those guys, because they have the license, the, the stuff in the boxes are licensed by the companies that they're working with. Mm -hmm. The other guys, what they were doing is they would make boxes and then you would get one item from the licensed company, but then they would fill it up with other random stuff. Uh, That's not necessarily from that brand. So let's say you want to get a Captain America box. You might get a Captain America, uh, I don't know, or like puppet, like stuffed animal or something like that or whatever. Right. Like I got, I got, so I got the UA, uh, what's the name of the show now that I'm drawing a blank on? It's an anime with the superheroes hero academia, hero academia yeah. I, I got my hero academia and i got a ua coaster in that box last time but that was pretty much one of the only ua things i got a oh. coaster and i got the uh, lanyard and that's oh, it yeah. everything else in the box was just other random anime stuff like oh. uh, a toy and so and the stuff was cool don't get me wrong but it's not licensed to the one brand yeah. that the box is whereas with the stylish and again i'm gonna look it up yeah well and, while you look it up i'll, I'll, I'll finish uh yeah, i'll we'll circle back to another point was that the style the styling let's assume that's the name that one like you're getting bare minimum you're getting more what's worth in the box than what you pay for but at the same time the amount of stuff you like in the box is worth how much you paid for in the box. And the extra right. stuff is like cool. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Whereas the other company, which I don't know, this brown box was just the spray painted whatever on it. Yeah. Like one of them was actually fairly disappointing. I was like, I actually did the math. I'm like, you just skimmed about giving me maybe how much I paid for, which was odd. And like, it wasn't, I admit it was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles box. And like, maybe I should have asked if things would have been more kitty. It's like, Teenage Mutant Neutrals, you have two fan bases, like us and like children, right? So maybe that was my my mistake on that. Mm -hmm. But this, but the Star Wars one as well, it's like, although I had enough, like it was like, it was the same value. I was I'm like, there was one cool thing, but the rest was a little bit more, 
We were saying it right. The company is called Stylin. S-T-Y-L-I-N. But Stylin, one thing I want to give a shout out to the... uh, There was two people there the whole time. uh, A a dude and a a girl. Ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. And that dude, shout out to that dude. Because when he realized I was going there to pick up like specific boxes and I was like really... It was like my first time, but I was willing to spend money to get like the little promo that they were doing. He's like, when I said Deadpool, he obviously knew I was a Deadpool fan. And he went and he like, Picked up one, he's like, nah. Picked yeah, up one, yeah, felt yeah, it, yeah, nah. Yeah. And then he picked up one, like, yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. gave me that one. He's like, I hope it's something really nice, but this this feels like a winner. I'm like, that shout out to you, dude. Yeah, that You're is very cool. cool. That is You're really, cool. really cool. And in the end, what that ended up being was I have like these two Deadpool face plates. Yeah. That I'm like, I don't know when I'll use these, but at least I could be like, I'm the Deadpool fan that has plates. <laughs> like plates, plates that you can eat off of? Yeah, like hold yeah, on, a second. Are, dude. Those are oh, you don't have to show them to me. I believe yeah. you. It's just, like I, his face. I love those. Like, wait, they're shaped like his face, or yeah, his it, face? It, it's literally like instead of like imagine they took like one of those long um plates. Yeah, they slightly shifted the top to be more like his hat. Okay, and they added like a little bit to the top, like a thin like because there's like the plate, and then there's like a little like let's you know say what? extension. You can go get it to show. You can, oh, I'll, it's in a I'll, box, but it's oh, okay. Well, if you want, I could. But yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Just because. Uh, so uh, uh, while you're looking, I'll, I'll keep talking about something. One of the things that I do like about Silent Silent is the one that I went to a couple years ago, where they had the Star Trek one. And what it was that year is you could buy a Star Trek school bag for sixty dollars, and then inside you got Star Trek merch that was filled. And I thought that was super cool because. Even for the $60, it was worth it for me to have the bag. I really like Star Trek. And this the, the you know, it's like the classic. All right. So for anyone who is watching this right now, Dave is showing us the plates. So once again, if you guys are listening to the show, we always recommend you guys hit us up on uh, youtube.com slash free X agents media. And you can watch the episodes there. This is episode three Oh two, or if anything, you guys can always also watch us on twitch.tv slash geek tastic cypher. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean that, that is pretty cool though. That the plate looks pretty dope. I, I think you might've muted yourself, buddy, but, uh, I'll, when you unmute yourself, I'll let you go. Yeah, back. no, you what, I, what I was saying is that what's cool about it is that the actual box itself was kind of themed. Like I got plates, uh, one of those mugs that I always wanted to buy, but I'm like, ah, I'm just never going to buy it, so I have it now. Okay. Um, and then, like, there's, a, like, a, a cooking, like, apron thing where it's, like, French the chef instead of kiss the chef. And it's, like, <laughs> a stupid picture of him. But I'm like, this is, this is like, a theme within a theme. And if I ever want to, I could easily buy another Deadpool box that would be completely different than this box for sure. But... Again, thing, it's hard to find out but yeah like hopefully you can get a different one next time yeah well i mean let alone from feel if one's lighter than this because it's this one was significant like what when you when you picked up the box like it waned oh okay because there's so much weight to it. yeah like there was okay. like everything in it was pretty heavy that's why he's like he's like i don't know what's in here but it has to be at least a winner in this box for you <laughs> like that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's the thing so when i got the star trek one that i was mentioning while you were looking for the plates that one was 60. I got a really good stuff in it. And I remember thinking the next year, oh, I might want to get a different school bag one. And then I was just like, I don't know. Do I want to spend another $60 for a school bag? But I did like the year that they had the school bags with full of stuff. And that when you bought the school bag, I mean, for 60 bucks, I still have that bag. I still use yeah. that bag. 
Like I use that bag to go to work today, for example. It has a separate pouch for a laptop. It has pouches on the inside for a whole bunch of stuff. It has pouches on the side. It has a pouch in the front. So already with all the pouches and all the space that it has, I was like, oh, this is an impressive bag. And then on top of it, it came with a whole bunch of Star Trek stuff. I have like a Star Trek cup. I have a Star Trek like mini mini uh, little figs. I got Star Trek little um, little dolls that, that like Beanie Baby Star Trek that uh, have the, the beans at the bottom so that they, they're weighed down. So, you know, stuff like that. It was just like, oh, well, this isn't the end of the world that for $60. And again, you got the bag, which I think for me was one of the things. One of the main attractions was getting a actual school bag that has lasted me years because I bought that not the last Comic-Con, but maybe a couple Comic-Cons ago. So, you know, Comic-Con is just a fun place to be, man. I mean, if you guys, if this is your first time hearing about Comic-Con, I know a lot of people and shout out to anyone who's tuning into the show for the first time or who's going to listen to this later, because I did meet a lot of people who are like, oh, I've never, you know, I, I haven't heard of your show before. And I was just like, yeah, it's Geektastic Cypher. We do it every Wednesday at 630. So I had a lot of people who were just like, oh, I'm going to tune in. It, it'll be my first time. So shout outs to all of y'all because we really do appreciate it. Shout outs to Dave too. Shout outs. Uh, Dave gave the, the podcast a nod while he was doing his panel, which, you know, definitely appreciated getting love. While... Why would I not? No, no, I know. I, I the, the one thing and I, 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 I'll mention it here now that was so unfortunate was you, you, you gave the website, which was great, except the website's down. And I was so sad. I wanted to be like, ah, oh, send people to the YouTube, but it's not your fault. because uh, I had no idea. Exactly. I, I hadn't had, had a chance to mention to you that the site was, uh, we're working on that, by the way, if you guys are fans of our podcast and have been visiting freexagents.com, uh, I know we don't tend to post up often on the website, but all of the playlists and stuff like that auto generate with new content so there's always just new content on the site but unfortunately for the time being the site is down shortly but the youtube is still there and once again like i was saying before at any point if you want to watch us on youtube you can always subscribe at youtube.com slash free x agents media uh, and you have geektastic cypher that's canon episodes you have the morning detour you have chop vision podcast and then uh, we might try and add some other people in the future because uh, we have some other people who are working with us and i feel like uh, we should just have them uh, also post their stuff on the site um do we want to get into it do we want to jump which, to which one's it? That there's a lot of it's that we could be talking. I mean, about. Thor both, both were fails. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa. Do uh, we discuss, folks? We're jumping into Thor: Love and Thunder once again, as usual. If you guys are listening to this show right now, understand that this will have spoilers. We've both seen the film. The film is out in theaters. If you're listening to this, we appreciate it. We we love that you guys are tuning in. We just want to warn you in advance. If you are worried about spoilers, once again, I have Thor: Love and Thunder on the screen. When I take it down, that is when we are finished talking about the film, and the spoilers will be done. So as long as it says thor love and thunder on the screen we are going to be talking about the movie and spoilers may happen hit me i mean it's funny that you say this because this is the first time that i think we're reversed because i liked it well what i'll say is this okay let me I'll, I'll i could sum it up in two two statements okay one is i i i did enjoy watching it however there was just so much meh oh interesting okay and other than Christian Bale and to a certain degree Chris Hemsworth, I felt everyone else felt phoned it in. What? 
legit. I feel, and Tessa that, Thompson but it might be cause was phoning but, it but in. in. But what may have caused me to think that way oh. is because do not deny that they went extra on the campiness, which was because they derived it from what's his name telling a story of what happened. Because I'm sorry, some yeah. of the times that when the, the cast was talking, I was like. That's not how that character talks. You know how this character talks and it's not. I'm like, maybe this is the Korg version, but like, I don't give a fuck about Korg. I want to watch what happened. Are you so, talking about when it was the Guardians at the beginning? In general, I find when people talk, they did not talk like how they regularly would in these scenarios. There was many, like, I really, there were I, so many of them that I can't, like, the movie. I mean, I don't agree at all, but okay, let's discuss. I, let's, I, like, so for me, Tessa Thompson, King Valkyrie was killer. I thought she was great. I, I thought her energy the whole time was like, oh, you are King Valkyrie. You are not fucking around. You now run this shit and you're a boss and everyone needs to listen to you. And I like the energy that you brought to it. Uh, I think if anything, the one person that I hated watching was Russell Crowe's Zeus. I Oh, that that was even I, impalpable. I hated his Zeus. I was like, it was just, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure it was comic accurate because I know that Zeus is a pompous asshole in the comic books. But like still. he's he, he's consider he considers himself the best god of the gods. But it was just like because imagine his son Hercules. Like if you read the comic book, the way Hercules acts early on. When he starts off as a character, he kind of doesn't care about people as much. He's kind of just a hero who's doing hero things because it makes his it helps his name to be a hero. Not necessarily that he cares about the task that he's doing. It's that it continues his legacy. And I feel like Zeus is equally. I mean, and if anything, the Zeus that we're getting is very like mythology accurate. In the sense that Zeus has a big ego, he's a huge asshole. He doesn't care about anyone. He, you know, sleeps with whoever he wants, does whatever he wants, and you just have to deal with it. And that's just the case. And I felt that Crow did embody that, but he also, like you were saying, the campiness of him doing it was painful. Like it just was annoying to see him be campy. I, I found, and and maybe I'm 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 I am one big on dialogue in a, in a, in a movie. Okay. But like, I just found there was camp after camp after camp after camp statements. And like, don't get yeah. me wrong, Thor is a, a diverse character, and I like that about Thor. I'm not against the concept that there was a goofy movie ish, like because this okay. was because this was more, a lot. This was this was the funny Thor. Like, you know, I thought yeah. that was Ragnarok, but where I'm wrong, this is it. Yeah, this was this was definitely more comedic than even the last movie. Yeah, and Taika did an interview on colbert's late night show and was bragging about the fact that like this movie is for six-year-olds like he like full-on made a reference that this movie is like this but film that, is what six-year-olds would probably find funny and i was like okay but, i mean i found it funny but that but that's if that's the case with any that's what pisses that that upsets me because thor as a franchise that's not what he is you know what i mean and I mean, like but again originally but in, kids, so i know I but again in in his defense yeah, Thor as a character. One page he's doing the most badass thing in the world. The next day, the next page he's like having cake and throwing glasses around and, and joking. Right, like, you know what I mean? Like, so I can't take that away from him. But like, if like example, there's already already a rumor that he might do a fifth as long as Chris Hemsworth is down. Yeah. Sure, you want to do that? Make a series. Make a 
make one that people will talk about. That's what don't, like you gave yeah, me Ragnarok I, that people did say this was the best one so far. Yes. You gave me the funny is. one, but I want the one that people are going to talk about. I you don't know think, what I mean. I don't think he would. I, I do not see him going serious for the next one, but if, I'm not saying it has to be super serious, but I'm just saying, no, I know not, not this. He would still end up doing this though. That's yeah, the thing. That I Cause know. I don't think take a likes doing serious. What we do in the shadows, the movie, what we do in the shadows, the show, uh, you know, Jojo Rabbit, all of his films touch more on a comedic. There's a comedic link. The dude did a movie about Hitler where Hitler is the imaginary friend to a child. That's not a that's a weird thing. Like he's not the type of guy to give you the serious movie. Brana is the guy to give you the serious movie. And he did the first one and he did a decent job with it i still don't love the first thor but it's definitely better than the second one but that that was brana brano gave you the thor who's dealing with loss who's dealing with being defeated who's tr has having to earn back his status and build himself up then you got the second one which was a complete disaster no one second worst marvel movie there is Right. I, <laughs> I, I, I still think it's the worst, but you and I debate Iron Man 3 and Thor 2 back and forth. Either way, they're both at the bottom, and we can agree on that. Yeah. But both not doing anybody anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, if, you, if you're watching all of the movies, those are the two movies that you could probably tell people, you know what? This one, you get the reality stone. Skip it. I just told you yeah. everything you need yeah. to know about that film. It's a, good, it's a long story to just say here it is. Yeah, that's really because nothing happens in that story. Other exactly. Than that. And then this one, Tony's dealing with PTSD from what happened in Avengers. That's your story. There you go. He gets yeah. over it. Yeah. And now that they've done Shang Chi, you don't even need the Mandalorian stuff. You mean uh, Mandalorian. Mandarin. Mandarin. Mandarin stuff? Sorry, you don't even need the Mandarin stuff because yeah, they you have Shang Chi and. Yeah. They address all the stuff there. so and, and they acknowledge that it's ridiculous. Right. And, so and it's all done in Shang-Chi. So you don't even have to watch that movie now to mm -hmm. understand the continuity of the universe because they themselves have... Like, sure, the PTSD and that little kid who you know shows up at his funeral, blah, blah, blah. Great job. It didn't even end up doing anything. It didn't matter ultimately. Um, but I got to say... <sighs> I, I, I did like this movie, but I like this movie because I went into the movie being like, I don't take, the, I'm not taking this seriously. I know Taika Waititi does not make, or at least do, when he is, even when he's trying to be serious, he, I feel like he's always doing it comedically. So I was just like, he's, he tries to, oh, you know what I'll say? He tries to find you the spoonful of sugar to give you the medicine. The only thing is in this movie, there was no medicine. There was no major universal thing that needed to be overcome in the story because other than, other than defeating one person but but that's what i'm saying because marvel in phase four doesn't have a, a linear connection web through everything like it did with phase one through three or maybe i uh, know because you find out pretty early on in phase one things are happening and thanos exists right the do you well, only? I mean, I mean, if you're if you're paying attention, maybe not so much if you were, uh, because phase one, maybe by the end of phase one, you know that because there's okay. the tesseract, right? Like the tesseract is brought up twice. Okay. Okay. But that's the problem. I think for us as fans, 
because we already went through phase one and phase four is the new phase one, it's hard to get into it because we're watching a whole bunch of movies that feel disconnected when we just finished watching 20 something movies that led up to one story. But the thing about that, as well as that, because the example, there is one thing. I'll just finish what I was saying. Oh, and that's one of the reasons when it comes to Thor, that because Thor didn't feel like it had to try and connect to anything, <laughs> I feel like it. that's where it lost some points for me. But I was also okay with that because I was just like, well, it's just a good, funny movie. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, did I enjoy the comedy? Yeah. Right. I did like the action, although I was a little, I was a little annoyed that there was reusing the same scene just changing the background in the skin like they did the whole thor jumping then oh, it's yes. jumping with jane then we're gonna do yeah. thor jumping again then we're gonna do thor jumping with that kid yeah let's just do just that little kid let's do some random kids that don't make any sense like what would what, well, well we, no they made we, sense because yeah. of like their attack guardian made, children and they explained but it was movie. like the same like once twice okay give, but it was like five six times i'll give you that they did do the kind of like avengers that shot of the avengers all lined up like attacking at once mm -hmm. but like they did that with just thor and different people yeah but it was it's not just that and they it's did, the jumping yeah it's but it's not just that they did that like that moment right you could have that moment but when it's like the exact same that's fair it's like when you complain about a video game when like you get the second video game yes, and it's just like game. different skins of everything you've done from the first game. You're like it's brand right. new. And you're like, no, it's not. Yeah. You know, like a perfect example is Batman origins. Okay. Versus like the Batman Arkham's. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like the Arkham city versus origins. It's the exact same, exact same. Okay. Um, but, and, and the one thing I will say is like, I didn't, like I said, I think it's more that I, I, I just found that, a certain degree of writing and a certain degree of the acting was phoned in. Like I like Natalie Portman, I think is a good actress. And I was there. I'm like, yeah, you like, like you, you look like Amber heard sometimes with trying to cry. Like oh it, was, it was like, no skipping, but you, like <laughs> you didn't think that her, she did a good job of being like someone who's dying of cancer. And then now has the power of a thunder God. Like, I felt that her acting with that and trying to adjust her frame of mind and and kind of being like, okay, so don't get me. Okay, one thing I will say to you, and I'll admit, Jane spoke throughout the movie like a teenage boy who just learned how to dunk and was trying to figure out what his cool catchphrase should be after his dunk. So it would be like, you know, hey, was that a good dunk? Should I go boom shakalaka at the end? Or <laughs> was that a good dunk? Should I go, who's your mama? Like, like all, all, every time the character yeah. did this thing of like, hey, I have this idea. It was kind of a weird yeah. thing. And then like the awkward interactions between Thor and Jane talking about their relationship felt so un like so unorganic so robotic yeah. i guess because one it, of the it, problems was we had they had to they had to fast track explaining that relationship to us but, because but we the, didn't see it and but the other thing i also think and maybe this is a suffering like you have chris hemsworth who's done thor now 10 times like I'm over exaggerating it, but like between Thor's and being Thor in one, other movies, or three, Thor four, four, and the Avengers one, two, three, four. But he's not in three. 
He's not in the Avengers. He's not in Civil War. Oh, no, no that's Captain America. No, 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 I'm saying like you have Avengers, then you have Ultron, then you have part one it's, and two of... Yeah, sorry. I was thinking right? of Captain America Civil War yeah. as an Avengers film because yeah. I still think it is. Yet. Anyways, sorry. That's a- so so <laughs> he's, he's been doing it so eight times, whereas like... Oh, my God. Has he played Thor eight times yeah. for real? At least, not to mention any cameo that we might not be considering. Yeah, yeah, we're probably missing um, for sure. But like, so him versus Natalie Portman, who's only done it like really once, and like that also challenges like well, the concept twice. of yeah. But I, what I'm saying is like, there's the challenge of like trying to get a chemistry that you're trying to show a chemistry that has always been there with two people who have not acted the whole way through. That's, yeah, well, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. They haven't. We never saw that side of it. And they also did a very bad job of showing us that. Hmm. Like, I, I don't think they gave they, and I, I, I don't necessarily know if it's, it's their acting or if it's just how robotic it felt because it felt unnatural. That I don't know, hmm. but I do understand what you're saying, and I do agree. Uh, hold on, we have some comments here, real quick. Darth wrote, uh, "I've only seen Thor three from all four Thor movies." <laughs> That's fair. That's fair, and then he also, yeah, it also he also wrote, it doesn't bother me too much that every single movie in the MCU doesn't connect. I agree, I, and and that's the thing. I'm not saying that it's a problem that all these films don't connect. I'm saying what I think happened with this film is Thor one and Thor two needed to connect. Thor one yeah. was the Loki stuff. Thor two is the reality stuff. Hmm. Thor three was them explaining where Thor and Hulk were during Civil War. Mm. So every Thor film so far has either been connected directly to the overarching story they're trying to tell or uh, explaining something about the characters. This was the first film where Thor is just Thor on his own, disconnected from anything else. He's had these experiences, and now he's doing this one thing, and it's his story. It's not a story. Like I know Thor 1, some people would say it's his story, but it's his story in relation to needing him for the Avengers, building his character, and explaining who Loki is, and showing us who Loki is, because Loki is the big bad at for Avengers. We needed that stuff to happen. Thor 2, we needed all those things to happen, Malekith and everything, so that we could get the reality stones. We had a whole bunch of story built up for that to happen. And Thor 3, again, you're showing where these characters have been as to why that whole war that happened couldn't have just been stopped dead like that. Yeah. But in this film, it's just Thor, Thor, Ragnar- uh, uh, a new Asgard, King Valkyrie, and a bunch of kids and gore and you're just telling that story the story of the gods and i feel like take a probably loved not having to be connected because i know that in was it thor 2 or no one of the avengers films they had to show thor leaving at one point and coming back and they didn't want to show that like they, mm-hmm. they were like, that's not part of the story, but they were forced to because of the connections for later. Yeah. And Taika, I'm sure, was just like, I'm so happy I don't have to do any of that stuff. The only thing they mm-hmm. had to do was show, and spoiler, once again, they had to show us that Hercules shows up at the end. Yeah. But I, I find, like, again, I some of the visuals are obviously cool. 
Um, yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Like the black you can, and white stuff. Or yeah, that, that's what that's one thing I was going to give as like a big nod. I really liked how they did the Shadow Realm. And if that's yeah. how it would be for like future Marvel stuff, yeah. i.e. like, you know, Professor X and the X-Men and, and Shadow King and all that. If you're going to bring us into that realm, I'm very down with that. Like it was the first like astral type plane, like look into things. So I was good with that. But I found like again, I, maybe it's just because for me, like, I, and again, I don't necessarily mind campiness, but some of the writing was camping. Like, for example, sure, the hammer being jealous was funny the first yeah. time, yeah. But by the end, where he has to actually like talk to it, yeah, I was there, I'm like, okay, yeah, that was like, that was a I'm little. Done I'm done with this joke. Yeah, that was a little unfortunate. I, I, and. It was a little unfortunate. Again, you're right. At the beginning where he's Thor is trying to bring Mjolnir to him when it's in Jane's hand. And yeah. then Stormbreaker just like slowly walks, <laughs> like hovers into the room. And it's like, oh, oh, hey, Stormbreaker. I was just and and him and Korg are like talking and Stormbreaker's there. And and then, you know, and, and you get a whole bunch of those scenes. But then at the end of the film, when the big bad, first of all, that was one of the things that bothered me a little bit. The fact that Stormbreaker was the key to getting to Eternity, but Stormbreaker had only just been created recently. So yeah. I was just like, so through all throughout Eternity, Stormbreaker was always going to exist? That or maybe, maybe um, what's his name? I'm I know. Yeah, maybe he would have been the solution, but because he was dead, that was like the alternate. Uh, I guess because, so. Because uh, it, has the ability, it, it has the ability to travel, right? That's what I'm assuming. Right. That's why it could do that. But didn't, okay. Super quick though, didn't Zeus's lightning have the ability to travel? I do not remember, but remember it, it, when it, it, it had the ability to travel, but was it was not done in the same form of traveling? It wasn't the big yellow rainbow specifically. No, yeah, he Stormbreaker just, could do the 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 does the specific rainbow. Effect, yeah, like which yeah. let's say that's that that represents a power. And yeah, he does like a different. James always explaining to people, like yeah. the eyes and. Bridge, whatever exactly yeah, that like, like they, that creates a, a a mystical element that allows molecules or whatever it's uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> whatever the, the the jedi thing is you know yeah mi midichlorians yeah that's it the thing that no one ever asked for <laughs> yeah. good god yeah i mean yeah so the 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 shadow realm great the kids getting powered by by thor i don't think you liked it but i I, 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 I didn't mind it i wasn't okay. i wasn't minding like that's the thing i'm not saying the whole movie was bad i'm just saying like for me like while the little kid in the tutu with the wand yeah that was hilarious and like killing people like wrapping her, the energy of her wand around people about around the shadow beasts to kill the, them the girl with like the, the, who does the butcher yeah. effect like that was great like i'm not saying like i didn't mind so good like for me, it was just, I guess, it, you know what it is? It kind of reminded me a little bit why I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of Black Widow. There were certain okay. times where you took me out of what I was caring about. And I didn't okay. want that. Like, you know, there's a serious moment and then there's like a joke or there's just something like, oh, I'm just going to put this joke because I want there to be no silence in this moment. And you're like, yeah, okay. No, I don't need that. You know? Yeah, okay. But I, I, you know what? I'll agree. I'll agree. The movie, and I'll say that the movie is not perfect. Oh yeah, but I'm, at the same time, I'm, I did say I enjoyed it. Yes, I did and say at the beginning. Thing. You know me. I have the way I grade movies is you have good, you have 
great movies or like good movies. That's like a, you know, these wild Oscar winning, even though the Oscars don't mean shit, but like these amazingly acted deep stories that change the way you think about the world. Even sometimes Hmm. those are like good movies to me. Then I have like good fun movies. And I feel like, you know, some of those movies, they're not as serious, but they're still fantastic to watch. Like about time. I, a buddy of mine just had just spoken to me about it. It's about a guy who keeps time traveling when he goes into a closet. Like he can, he, he finds out that the men of his family can time travel and he figures out how to change aspects of his, his life. That movie I thought was fantastic. And I really liked it. It, And it's a good, fun movie. And then I have movies that are fun, that I'm just like, this is funny to me. Thor is a fun movie. It's not a good movie. I I had a lot of fun watching it. I had a lot of fun watching the action. But at no point did I tell myself, this is a great movie or this is a really good movie. I think Taika, and I also think Taika Waititi actively wanted to just make a fun movie, especially when he makes comments like, this is, you know, not I'm I'm not quoting him directly properly, but a, a, something akin to like this is more for the kids. Yeah. Well, no, it's like like you were saying, it's an entertaining movie. Yes. Is it the most entertaining of like if you put a bar of like let's say the like we're taking it out of great movies, right? But if there's bars for entertaining, mm. I still give it like a six, a seven. But for me, yes. it's not. It's not. You're yes. not like I. I would. I. I would be able to rewatch. I don't, like Khaled and Kumar more than this movie to a certain Ooh, interesting. degree. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I would give this movie a six. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. that's what I would give it on the entertainment. But if someone's like, is this a great movie? Then my, my measurement would maybe. Change I just find thing. it funny that we both had at the beginning of this, it felt like we were going to be on completely different pages. I agree with everything you said and we're giving it the same score, but I'm okay with the fact that it's only a six and I enjoyed that. It sounds like you wanted it to be better than a six. I maybe had because again I don't watch commercials, right? I go out of my way not to watch sure. commercials. So I, if I have anything on my mind about the movie, it's about the teaser because I only allow myself the teaser unless the teaser is literally just like you know a guy yeah. sitting there, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. one of those really like teaser, real teasers, yeah, yeah. you know, like when the teaser for Nope was just like the sky or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, but in going to this movie, I'm like, okay, I had a certain degree of expect, like example, I knew it wasn't going to be a serious movie or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Although I was like, Christian Bale is going to be in it. So I did like example. Right. And I, and I said it at the beginning, I find Christian Bale did a great job in this movie. And you know what? I'll even say real quick, Christian Bale starting the film with his kid dying really set the tone for what I thought was going to be a much more serious film. Mm-hmm. And then you get Christian Bale, ends up in the God's plane for whatever religion he's a part of meets his God. His God treats him like crap. God's constantly laughing at him, tells him he doesn't really matter, picks up. And then, you know, the sword comes into play. And then the movie takes a week, like a turn of like, gets really dark, really dark comedic. Yeah. That's the part I thought was interesting. So yeah, because there was a DC effect in this movie. Mm. You know what I mean? There was a Justice League problem Oof. at some point sometimes in this movie. Bad words. Bad words. Yeah, well, I mean, mm. but again, if he was making it for children, which I disagree about, because if you're going to make this movie, it technically should have been for all ages, because that's where the franchise has been. But if you're doing that, Not then he probably did. Like, again, like if I had kids and they were going crazy about it, I'd be like, I guess he did a good job. 
Right. Well, I, as someone who's and they like, have been, kids are going crazy for the movie. Yeah. Kids love the film. And for, but for me, again, it's like, well, like, you know, I've been a fan of like some of these kids are like going to the movies for the first time. I've been paying attention to this franchise in these last three movies. I would like yeah, something fair. You're ever. <laughs> do, do you want me to say it though? I know we're old and we're not active. We're old. <laughs> we are. But if not anything, I'm buying the more expensive shit that you have <laughs> for now. But that Disney's planning twenty years from now, mm. the same way Disney planned from 2008 to to somewhere around 2019 is the same way Disney is now. Like, all right, we're planning for 2032. And, and, and I'm not. I'm and not. That's denying, the crazy part. I'm not denying these statements, but yeah. then again, that's exactly why it gets the six. And you know, if it wasn't for like certain certain caveats, like example, if it wasn't for the fact that yes, obviously some of the fights were dope. Yes, great uh, fight. if it wasn't for the fact Shadow Realm fight, wonderful. Yeah, the Shadow Realm itself, like the well, Shadow Realm itself, by being done how it was, it got a point. Yeah, if the Shadow Realm fair. sucked. My thing would have been probably lower. That is fair. Like straight up. And I like how the the saturation didn't like the desaturation didn't get affected didn't affect certain things like the lightning bolt mjorner like certain things didn't lose their light and when they got mm -hmm. closer to the people the desatch like they would get their color back when they got yeah. further like those little details i was like oh that's good those are yeah they, they did like an amazing job that's why i'm that's what i was saying like i really liked it as like you know i'm curious what you'll do with the astral plane if you're going to do something like this because like you yeah. know like technically because this is is the shadow realm technically in the astral plane, or is it two different? I don't think realms? I don't think it's in the uh, in the astral plane. I yeah. just think it's like a, a separate realm in space okay. that like ha that has no light. It just absorbs all light, yeah. or so all, I, like or I guess as depicted, all color. Yeah, exactly. But uh, well, all life. That's what it was trying to do. It's trying to be like really right. black and right, right. So yeah. you can't just be in black because then you don't see anything. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, like for those things, like like there was fun. Um, obviously there were obviously uh, Thor. Uh, Chris Hemsworth did do great Thor moments as yep. well. But and and I did enjoy some of Valkyrie's. I love King stuff, Valkyrie, but I love King Valkyrie again. Like some of it, I was like, also oh, meh. King Valkyrie's whole idea when they got to the Olympiad, the the like home of the gods where they hang out. And she's just like, yeah, let's just ramsack this place. And <laughs> Jane was just like, let's do it. And Thor's like, no, like the fact that Thor was the one that was like, guys, we can't just fight. We have to, you know, yeah. actually come up with a plan. I was just like, ugh, this is boring. Let's yeah. do it. Let's kill some people. And then Valkyrie was just like slicing people with her sword, being sprayed in the ichor, and was just like the blood of gods and just like Ooh. living in it. I was like, this is fantastic. And then Jane was being Jane in the sense that you know she did not know exactly what she was yeah. doing but she was trying her darndest i did like what they did with the hammer that's another thing i'll say i'll give oh, like to the that. splitting apart yeah, like yeah. the fact that like it's because she needs it because i read it as mjolnir is doing this because thor told her mjolnir a long time ago yeah. you take care of her and that's why mjolnir won't like I'm not listening to you because you told me not to listen to yeah, you. Yeah, you've already made me take an oath. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, and I'm assuming that it's not going to come back. Like, it's going to die because it's like it loses. Oh, loses. interesting. Because like, it didn't come back at the end, right? Like, so unless Thor mm -hmm. goes back and gets the hammer again, which it could be if they ever do like another thing and they want to do a beta ray bill and all that, like yeah. maybe they will do it. But like, as far as I was concerned, it looked like it wasn't coming back afterwards. Yeah, that's fair. But again, like how they made it like break apart and how she was able to basically 
have more than just a hammer was very well done okay. and believable. Yeah. All right, man. I, I feel like we've discussed it mm-hmm. enough. Very Hopefully thorough. you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, we'll answer this r- question real quick from Darth. He asked, uh, so do both of you think the Eternals is better than Iron Man 3 and Thor 2? Yes. I don't have to think about that. I think the Eternals is better than both those films. Dave, shame on you. It's definitely better than shame Iron Man on 3. you. You think the Eternals was worse than Thor 2? I'll say Dave, no now, I will, but I would have to I, will I would lose legit, a lot of respect. I, I will say your, this. I'll say this right now. I've rewatched Thor 2. I am not planning on rewatching Eternals. You say that now, but you might watch the Eternals again one day. Honestly, because the only way is if somehow in the future that that movie is super important, that's the but only fucking way. I'll say way. this to you now. When you saw Thor 2, much like me, you had a moment where you said, I'm never watching this again. Yes or no? Let me put it this way. Because no, Marvel- yes or no first. Yes or no first. I was because I always had the intent. Oh, perfect answer. Yes, because I always had the intention of adding it to my DVD collection, which I still collect dvds for certain categories of movies okay which would be this eternals is the first one that i'm considering not getting that is insane anyway <laughs> so that's Darth, why like Darth, you me, asked a question was, that made me tired. second guess dave in so many <laughs> I was, ways I, I was tired of that film and how many times have i said eternal sucks because you know what i'm sorry it did it blew a nut bag sure Whole i mean bag you can dislike it. I don't dislike it as much as you do, but my God, I would much rather watch The Eternals over Thor 2. Easily. Easily. There's, there's better, there's borderline. Better action Actually, that, that's scenes, a lot. better flashbacks, better comedic moments. There's so many reasons why The Eternals is a better watch than Thor 2. But hey, let, let's not start a whole different yeah. discussion. No, no. Moving on. The boys season we three. Just, as long as we could agree that it still sucks. That's yeah. All. Yeah, that's fine. That's I mean, it's not great. <laughs> so the boys season three finale folks once again we're going to be talking spoilers but i feel like this one you should be okay with because this one's about a week ago and uh, y- you guys should definitely be fine with us discussing it the boys homelander soldier boy mave i'll, I'll say that all, all the idiots all the idiots all the idiots, all the idiots. what i'll say is this I, I enjoyed it, but I won't lie. The, there was a fumble. I oh, there's a lot the, of fumbles. I, I enjoyed it, but I think there was a lot of fumbles. But the main fumble, which is probably a lot of the fumbles you're about to talk about, okay, is that basically, A, everything you thought was going to happen happened. And yes. B, it was I wish beyond was not only what he called it happened. Not only agreed, but yeah. uh, actually, that's a lie because he said May was going to die and she didn't. I mean, you thought she was dead, though. But 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 that's the thing. That's the thing I didn't like. You gave me a payoff. You gave me a quote unquote payoff at the end, right? Right. Yeah. Because I was like, you're gonna kill Homelander or Soldier Boy. One of them's got to go. Right. You know. You know that no matter what, if you want to have another season, no matter what, one of them has to go. And in the next season, the other one has to go because yeah. it's not it doesn't make sense anymore. Yes. But Agreed. the fact that you see the ending that I did, because honestly, I would have rather soldier boy then uh homelander only in that like again i think homelander has really he's got we we, we've gone through it i don't find there's many more angles with it and Mm -hmm. it's only because how the season ended 
with him getting back his son and stuff, that's the only thing that makes it kind of interesting what will happen. Because this is going to be like invincible, but like they're just both both bad people. people? Who knows? Okay. Yeah. You know, like there is that interest, but that's like really thin lines. But the fact that at the end you're like, okay, so they died, and then two seconds later, both of them didn't die. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Like, Maeve is just and then you have easy outs for both. If Maeve needs to come back, they'll give her some V and then she'll get her right. powers back. Which he's established oh. with Komiko. Kimiko. Exactly. Like you yeah. have that, you know that for a fact. It's either yeah. it'll kill her. Or we'll bring her back because they said that it was either going to kill her or give it back. So and we know we'll be... probably bring her back. Exactly. Yeah. So you could bring her back, and Soldier Boy is just on ice again. I'm like, nothing yeah. happened. Nothing happened at the beginning so, of the season. She was a drunk idiot who wasn't who is useless. Now she's a human idiot that's fucking useless. Yeah. And she he didn't exist that. before. He doesn't exist now. Like. Yeah. It, I okay. So for me, I think. The fact that they decided to keep Homelander over Soldier Boy to me was a little disappointing because, guys, I, you're starting to have Walking Dead syndrome mm-hmm. where every season is the same story being retold in a different way. And it's getting to the point where I just I I'm not finding Homelander interesting. I don't I don't find that level of like prideful supremacy covered covering like weak incel energy. Like Mm -hmm. when soldier boy called him out to be like, man, I wish I could have raised you because you are a little son of a donkey. Like you are just not a man. Like, and, and, and don't get me wrong. It's toxic the way soldier boy is describing his idea of masculinity. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's still crazy that Homelander is because Homelander's whole thing is insecurity and weakness. And soldier boy was just like, you are weak. You have all the power in the world, but you are actually a weak person. Like I, I am ashamed that you are of my blood. And I thought that was kind of like, cause when Homelander, <laughs> when Homelander had Ryan and was just like, dad, we could be a family and brings out his, he's like, this is your grandson. I was just like, buddy, I I do not think this is going to go the way yeah. it's going to go. Soldier Boy to me does not seem like the type of guy who's just like son, grandson, it's your pappy. Like, no, they've established he's an asshole. So, yeah. To be honest, one thing I was hoping in that moment of initially watching it, I'd be like, it'd be so dope for him to turn around and be like, oh, wait, there's another one of you and I could like just groom him to be like me. Right. Okay. Like right. Dude, on, I was, I, I was hoping was so bad. So I was hoping excited. so bad. As soon as he showed Ryan, I really thought just like you, Oh, he's going to kill Homelander and try and take Ryan and season four will be Ryan being raised by soldier boy on the run. And the boys trying to save Ryan because we like, they like it writes itself. To yeah. They haven't degree. done a season where they're trying to save Ryan that way. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when he was trying to be with Becky, it was more like Becky's hidden. Let's try. And he didn't really, and you know, he's always at, been in the background. He's always been a right. background, like a real, like you're over there. Yeah. But it would, I, I, I agree with you that I think it would have been cool to see what would happen if soldier boy had the second chance and now sees the second chance. It was just like, I'm going to raise this kid to be the hero. I always wanted to see. And, you know, k- helps kill like and also not he doesn't do it as in like in front of everybody. He helps them beat Homelander first 
and then after the fight is done, finds Ryan and leaves with Ryan. Yeah, exactly. And then season, season four, instead of seeing Ryan standing next to Homelander, giving that creepy smile when Homelander kills somebody, and Ryan is like a fucking proud boy, like standing there smiling, it would have been cooler to see Ryan looking kind of scared, but Soldier Boy like telling him like you're going to be the strong like yeah. really pumping him up but also being like we're gonna do this together we're gonna show the world what we re a real hero is yeah and i you hate just, this yeah sorry, go on. no it's because i was gonna say i i hate to say that like to say to take out homeland in a sense like you know i i will say this the actor who does who does him does a great job yeah yeah like yeah. you know what i mean like he does I a great job him. He does yeah, a good exactly. job of hating him. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I feel like even as how, if you read Homelander in the comic books, like he does the transition well yeah, as well. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But like like we were saying, like, I just find that the, the story arc, like, basically they probably were in the writer's room more likely talking about these exact two scenarios, the one that they went with and the one that we're yeah. talking about. Because how that season was ending, you're going one of two ways. And they probably didn't get soldier boy the the actor to commit for another season he probably didn't want to do Eccles? it for, yeah i don't think yeah, so maybe he didn't want to do it um you know because he's been doing tv for so long i imagine he just doesn't want to be tied to like well i might do this for another 15 yeah. season i don't want to do that again you know i honestly like no hate on supernaturals but sometimes i really think jensen Eccles could have been a bigger actor had he not stayed on the show for 15 seasons oh 100 percent. he was i think jensen Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go. Uh, well, I was just gonna say, I think Jensen Eccles, when it comes to the superhero genre, is like almost perfect to play. Like, he could play almost like a Bruce. He could play like he mm -hmm. he he kind of has that. He has a superhero fashion. look. Yeah, that he old the, fashion. He has the bold and the brave look. That's basically yes, what he has. Yes, 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 yes. He has that classic superhero kind of style to him that I feel like if you clean him up and put him in a suit, he could do that. Or if you want him to play someone who's down on their luck, he can do that. If you want him to be evil, you just make him dirty looking. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like just like they, exactly. So, like, he's he's diverse in that. But I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I agree. Like, But at the same time, like, you know, he did make a legacy. That, that show, obviously, well, I mean, it's, hey, not my, it's not my show, but it's, 400, it's like... 400 and something yeah. episodes, you, 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 you've established the bar. Yeah, like it it beats out the buffies and the charms and all that stuff. Right, right. The the miss like what would you call that? I guess I would say the like the, the the kind of mystic the whole mystic, the mystic, mystic horror, horror genre, like TV genre. They yeah. they they mastered yeah. that. They're the the bar, as you said. Yeah. It was Buffy. Yeah. It was charmed. Then it was Buffy, and then it's this now. That's basically oh, what okay. kind of what. That's how well, yeah, I always I would put I would put those shows on par together. Well, I would say due to their longevity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what like, I'm saying. You know, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. agreeing. Yeah, the, yeah. that they, they, you know, charmed Buffy, <laughs> and and you know, there've been a lot of shows that have tried to recapture that really in like fanatic fandoms that really love mm -hmm. the shows, but you can't because those shows had something unique about them. Buffy, for example. You know, going back to Comic Con, Stylin. When I spoke to the dude, he said the first thing that sold out was the Buffy boxes. They had ten of really? them. Yeah, they had ten of them, and he didn't realize how much people were going to want the Buffy box. Oh yeah, if, and he if was my, happy. If my yeah. friend was there at the time, she would have definitely taken that home. Yeah, he said he regretted not bringing more of them. Yeah, because I don't know how that stock works 
in regards to they, like which ones they, they bring, bring a in. certain amount. They bring a certain amount, and once they run out, they run out. Yeah, because they were bare by Saturday. Oh, dude. Like, it yeah. was wild. It was like he a ran ghost out. Town. He was saying they ran out most way, like midway through Saturday. And Sunday, their wall was just going to be the one box, like an anime show. I don't remember and which no one, one. No one, it wasn't a big kid or whatever. No, no, it, it was a big show, but they, like, they brought so much of that one because it's such oh. a popular show that they had so much of it that it was the only thing they had left over because everything else sold yeah. out. Because I was so lucky in the morning, not to go too much back into Comic-Con talk, but yeah. like, I remember in the morning, I made like the decision to buy them all. And even at one point in time, I was like, should I wait? I'm like, uh, it's only because I had the Zelda one. I'm like, yeah. there's not a lot of Zeldas. I don't want to wait. So I'm going to buy the others. But okay. then like the last, like, imagine I bought that, then went away. And by the time I came back, it was like a tumbleweed was walking through it. I was like, yeah, what yeah, the hell yeah. happened here? yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did well. Uh, well, okay. So for the boys, let's go over it real quick. Um, Huey, kind of an idiot. Uh, I'm always I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, Butcher, a bigger idiot, but I think he had a solid story this season. Stubborn, very much stubborn. Very stubborn. Yeah, I think Huey finally redeemed himself when he realized instead of taking the temp V to try and save Starlight, he can support Starlight, and that's when he realized like, oh, if I juice her up, she'll be able to handle whatever mm -hmm. happens next and that was to me i was just like oh finally you guys realize what you needed to do with him mm -hmm. and i was like cool butcher i was kind of like you're never going to redeem butcher he's crazy he's angry his character lives in that um, he's the wild card yeah and he disrespected his whole team for the third season in a row and they keep mm -hmm. and again this is why i say walking dead syndrome this is the third season where butcher has done what butcher wanted to do and the team has to just deal with the fact that butcher does not care what he's doing yeah butcher always does it in a way that he makes them like example uh mm was in it because it was soldier boy anywhere soldier boy he was gonna go hmm. you know what i mean but even yeah. at that frenchie and um komiko, komiko like yeah. i i like that they got a solid side story yeah. that established them and yeah. i'm happy that at the end he literally was like no fuck you i ain't gonna do this anymore like i was yeah. happy that he stuck up and like just so that you know like he's like and he ultimately obviously helped them, but he helped them because he's like, I'm helping you because I know I yeah. need to do this, but you will still not like, I'm not taking I just, this shit. I just hope that the, moving forward, the show understands you have, like if you're establishing that this is the new norm as a team, that they all vote and you, they don't just follow butcher, please stick to that. Don't yeah. fall back into the trap of butcher getting to make decisions. I mean, now that we know, and again, once again, spoilers, Butcher is dying because of what he did to himself with the Temp V, and he's told he only has a couple months left to live. So we know the next season, he's probably going to have some kind of miraculous redemption arc and get saved or whatever. Who knows? We'll find out. But I'm really hoping that because he's dying doesn't turn into a crutch where he just gets to act however he wants, and they all kind of accept, oh, well, he's dying, so let's just let them... Well, like he's dying, I, so let him just do what he wants. Like, uh, uh, well, I'm I hope they, they don't. I hope they do kind of what, if I remember correctly, and again, like I haven't read, yeah, I the last few it. issues of yeah, yeah. I, 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 that was one of those comic books that when I knew there was an ending, I, I kind of understood the general concept. I read the last few issues. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but if I remember correctly, Huey and um uh butcher they have like a, a final standoff in like uh an equivalent to like a sleepy in seattle building like they're at the top of the building and whatever 
Oh, like they have a point standing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Huey pulls the trigger on him and, and like ends it. So I oh, kind of wow. I kind of hope that they go more along that line of, of like like you know you've gone so like example it would but be that's cool. gonna be the last season though yeah season well the, or the last well the last season with with butcher because for all they have they have a mm. lot of characters that they could potentially make this go on longer now yes but I mean butcher is a lot of the oh no of course like yeah. but again and don't be wrong. Carl Urban does an amazing job. Fantastic job. Definitely when he when he goes on the screen, I'm stopping like my full and utter attention is is going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but if they were to ultimately say no, we're going to kill him off, I think that the the ending should be like, you know, that happens but like you kind of but at that time you either a have like another you'd have to have another butch like butcher like character in the sense of a strong character, but mm-hmm. you turned Huey into the leader. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah. Like there's well, there's okay. a there's a passing or, of the baton of leadership, but you have or someone... or if without a without a leader, they do it as a team. Yeah, but I'm just because they always have one who 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 steers direction, and then they make make a choice about it, right? Oh, okay, okay, that's like fine. you know what that's I mean. Fine. Like okay, you, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. what Butcher's like. He's been most of the time. He's like, we're going in this direction, right? Okay, and then sometimes he he takes everyone's opinion and does what they do, or takes everyone's opinion and says, "Fuck you, I'm going to do what I want to, anyways." But yeah. there's always someone who's kind of like, we have three doors. Which door are we going yeah, okay. in? Yeah, we're okay. gonna go through this door. But now I need you guys to make the decisions of what we do with this door. Yeah, like yeah. you know. So that's how I'd imagine if they were to do it. But again, like like we said, it would be a hard void to fill. But at the same time, maybe Carl Urban, like you know, he he's also later in his career. Maybe there's certain things he wants to do. Yeah, I could see that. <clears throat> I could see that. I I, I think. You know, and I think Jack Quaid, who plays Huey, is like you're saying, he's pretty young. He's, you know, it's funny that you said Sleepless in Seattle because Jack Quaid is um, Dennis Quaid's son. Who, mm-hmm. and I think, I think Meg Ryan is his mom. Yeah, yeah, Actually, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you if you look at two pictures of them, if you put his picture in the middle of yeah, like you two see, younger yeah. pictures of them, yeah, you could like it, it looks like it looks like they did it. Like That's you know funny. what I mean? It's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I mean, uh. I think Mother's Milk also had a great storyline. Mother's Milk's uh, wife's husband, her new the the guy with glasses who was taking yeah. the daughter to Homelander. So that creepy. dude is the epitome of incel energy who ended up getting married. He he's like, the definition he's, of a lackey. He he's the- just so angry that I and I don't understand why he's angry. Like the wife doesn't seem like she's controlling him. He has a nice home of good family. Like what, that, where, and, and that's that, what even white people call privileged. Right. I mean, yeah, dude, because they're really, that character is the epitome of like just genuinely being a bad person. Mm. And mother's milk. I understand why MM is just like, yo, I need to, this dude is not good around my kid. Mm. he's he's all for the corruption that happens he's kind of like blue hawk without powers and that was something yeah. that i thought was interesting to see in this season to see a lot of i mean they've done it in the past but to see a lot of references to how crazy and how dangerous some of these characters can be speaking of dangerous characters that i don't think anyone ever gave a fuck about the deep yeah i Old didn't Lander just sends him to merc somebody 
but he but he's again another definition of like you have a superhero lackey and you have a human lackey those are what you like the deep is a lackey he's a person searching for a ridiculous amount of uh direction and like approval yeah but it's going to be funny when it ultimately to see him turn evil and become like I don't need anyone's approval or anything because I think that's what's going to happen with this girl. Because remember, the girl is like in too deep. That's the book yeah. that she's yeah. making at the end. I would like to finally see that character snap and go like when we say evildoer, I don't care if it's an actual evildoer or like. If you want to see her snap or the deep no, snap? No, deep snap. I would love to see the deep snap and finally like at least be able to put one plus one together and become just a dark evil person like an evil aquaman yes okay yes i would like i would like him to be a homelander equivalent of Aquaman. oh interesting okay i would like to see that happen i'd like to see homelander break him to that point and then Homelander to be like finally someone i can trust okay something like that you know uh, for ashley i'm i mean ashley i'm like okay you're a character you're there whatever a train i some eh. of the some of the b plot stories that they wrote I feel they were unsure what to do with them. So they had them in there to just say, we have this here, but I don't necessarily feel they fleshed them out. The a train story with the heart condition. Yes. He got his comeuppance when they did the whole scene where Ashley is just like, shut up. Like the amount of things I've had to do because of you, you can't turn around and ask for justice because something bad happened this time. And then his brother being like, that's not what I wanted. I wanted that guy to get arrested. I didn't want him to just end up dead. That doesn't give me that does. That's vengeance. It's not justice. And I thought that was good, but it, it was such a minute background story that I was like, I like, like, I like to see that there was consequences and people realizing, like being able to explain to people, like, even if you have great power, like it kind of doubles down on the, on the Spider-Man great power comes great responsibility type speech. That's what they were going for. But at the same time, at that point in time, I'm like, you know what? And it's not against the actors. I think the actor is a good job, oh, he did a great but, job. But, but like kill him off then. Like, I don't, I don't need it. Well, I don't need, I, mean, I don't need this story, but it, the problem with the saying problem. that is that then you lose representation as well in the show. I mean, but, they can't kill him off. They already killed off black noir. Yeah. Which exactly, I thought, was, I thought was ridiculous. It was they ridiculous got, how they did it. Yeah, they got rid of Stanley Edgar. Yeah, like you, you, you got rid of a significant amount of black characters in the yeah. show, and and I know Black Noir. Some people will be like, "Well, you never see him." Just like, yeah, but, but you, you do. Also, but you do. You see him like, back you know in the he's day. Black. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, you know, the guy in the suit is black. So then you're like, okay, well, he's a black guy. Stanley Edgar is. To it, like Italian and the actor Giancarlo Esposito is Italian and African American if I'm not mistaken Something I know like a lot that. of people think he's Hispanic but he's actually not and he actually talks about that quite a bit that he's you know I'm actually Italian of mm-hmm. origin but um, but yeah it was interesting like just seeing the diversity but uh, but hey I guess in their heads they're like yeah but Vic- Victoria Newman is going to be the vice president of the United States in this new mm-hmm. universe it's just yeah. like I guess so I don't know, guys. No, like, I, I, no. again, don't get me wrong. Don't do, include diversity for the sake of diversity. Include it because, like, you are writing a good story, and these characters are naturally occurring there, and you you don't have a blind spot to it. You know that these people would exist, but when you start kind of like who got killed off this season, 
on the team in the way that Homelander killed off Black Noir. Uh, what's his name? Sonic. Sonic. Who technically would have been Hispanic? So he is, like, not you know, technically. He is Latin. He's he's Latino. He's Hispanic. But the actual actor as well, or just the character? Who cares? Either way, okay. actor and yeah. character doesn't matter. Like you don't have him. You didn't. You got you got rid of Black Noir. Like who else? Because that's the thing. I and and I get that they're doing this whole thing of like Homelander doesn't even care about that stuff. He'll kill anyone. But then if you'll kill anyone, why are you guys writing a story where he constantly keeps killing all the people of color? But that's the thing. Like why why wasn't someone like why wasn't Black Noir killed in a way that he's coming back, whereas like Maeve is still alive? Like you know what I mean? Like why are you making these weird, not weird? Like I don't know. Like I said, but even I, that that would have been a direction. Woman. Like, like for me, the direction's a little weird, but I mean, again, we don't know the long-term plan. We don't know who they're going to bring in next. Like, sure. you know, and it's not like they haven't like example, like they caught, they could have gone away with it if it was made because they already had strong, they've had, they've not been lacking on strong female characters. They've had strong female, female characters who a are still would be still alive in the show. And even ones who are like, this is a strong female character. And Oh, she's also the strong enemy villain character. So like you've had, You've had a good couple, even um, uh, Grace and uh, uh, Butcher's girlfriend. They were, I thought they were their strong characters, but I, I, I find the, that like, I don't know, like, like you said, like, I, I think in general we're saying the same thing. The, the direction's just a little off, and it's like enough of the Homelander stuff. Guys, we've been saying it. You, you do not fall into the trope of Walking Dead syndrome. Yeah. The Walking Dead's not the only show that's ever done it, but it it they are the ones that have done it to death in one of the worst ways. Yeah. Even they know they have to move away from the stuff that they're doing. So, you I know, mean, they, they moved away by canceling the show. Yeah, because it's done, right? Is the yeah. the the ne next season is the last season? I believe so. Yeah, uh, guys, we're pretty much at the end of the show. I'll just say this: if you haven't had the chance to watch Station Eleven, I highly recommend you check it out because I got to finally start watching a few episodes and i very much enjoy it uh it's based on a book that i've never read and i spoke to one of my friends who has read the book she said and her and i were like discussing some of the changes she, they made she said it sounds really good what they're doing and she loved it she was just like yeah this sounds cool i think people should check it out based on what you're saying so quick, ele quick elevator pitch of what it's about uh, it's about a post-apocalyptic world where a pandemic is hit and there's a prophet who refers to people as pre-pan and post-pan and he believes that the post-pans are the only honest people and that pre-pans are all liars. And then you have, uh, yeah, he, anyone who was alive before the pandemic is is evil. And then the, the main story is about this young girl, Kiki Kirsten, uh, who was a Shakespearean actress when she was a kid. She grows up. She ends up surviving by becoming part of a traveling troupe of actors. And she is kind of dealing with the world as it is because her parents both died at the during the pandemic and she got saved by somebody and she lost that person and she lost other person and she lost another person so she kind of has this like really warped way of like don't trust anybody outside of my specific family and it, it serves her well but it's also hurting her because the some of the people that are around her are kind of tired of the uh, distrust that she has with everyone mm. 
But if you uh, ask me, she's fucking right. Don't trust anyone. It's a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. Because you guys are all idiots. She's the only smart person. But I guess we'll find out. Uh, I'm only on episode three. So all that to say, go check it out. It's a fun show. Station 11. It was a HBO Max original. And uh, now we're going to get to geek news and rumors. <laughs> To finish off the show, Geek News and Rumors, we have the first one. Bozeman, Jeffrey Wright, Abraham get Emmy noms for their Marvel roles. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, I was uh, F. Murray Abraham when he left the, the, what's the name of the show that he was on on Apple TV? Mythic Quest. Because he's not coming back for the next season of Mythic Quest. And I was so disappointed. But then he did an amazing job as Kansu. So I was just like, oh, that's pretty mm -hmm. cool um solo star oh solo star aiden ekin oh man i never pronounced this and guy's name Renrich? the guy who started solo as han solo that wasn't a good actor that they had to get a coach for <laughs> and then was in the other show the the brave new world that guy anyways yeah. that guy has joined the cast of marvel ironheart series that you know, but with, with with Disney money, you know he got acting lessons. <laughs> well, he had Disney money last time for a solo. But now they actually realize how bad it was. Now they have Disney money giving him acting lessons. I don't know. I you know, I'm shocked that Disney decided to go down this road again with him because they didn't they didn't really seem but I mean maybe it was a factor of the movie before solo was kind of a doomed project early on. So who knows? But whatever he he got the acting lessons and now we'll be doing this iron heart as whatever character i do not know we'll see fingers crossed it's something good um rob zombie the monsters trailer reveals it's in an origin story it is an origin story i hate that trailer i think the whole thing looks like low quality and i don't understand what is happening i'm disappointed and i am concerned about them releasing it do you do you did you did you like the monsters out of curiosity? I watched the original series as a kid. If okay, you were cool. a kid in Montreal yeah. on CBC after school, they played the monsters, the Adams family, all those shows when I was a little kid were played after school. And yeah. this this trailer looks horrible. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't see it yet. All, all I I just saw the news flash because apparently it's about uh the mom and the dad like before they had courting. the werewolf kids yeah it's 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 them courting each other basically from my understanding Ugh. anyways okay sure i don't know man i saw that trailer and i was just like oh this doesn't look good uh, but again i maybe i'm not the right audience for this i you, i watched it as a kid because it was on but i didn't necessarily watch it because i thought it was good i was a kid and it was tv so i kind of just watched tv because you know, I, at the time, I only had two channels. You had CBC and CTV. This was even before Global existed in, in Canada. And, and if you're old enough to remember those times, those were the dark times for some of us. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, Rob Zombie's done some cool stuff, so it's not a knock on him. I think he can produce a good film. I just, again, I the quality when I see the trailer, I'm like, I don't understand what's happening here. It but looks that's, like but that's his movies though. No, isn't his always like I didn't see I don't I haven't seen the commercial, right? But like his movies usually are are low budget in representation. Like it looks like someone filmed it with a HD phone? Like that? Oh, okay, that's pretty low. 
I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm being an asshole, but uh, and then the last bit of news is what we already talked about. Taika said he would return if Chris Hemsworth returns, mm. which, like you were saying, if he does, hopefully you get a for you you get a more serious movie. In my opinion, you will definitely not. You will no, not. I'm just saying don't go don't go further down this rabbit hole. You can't like this has to be the floor. If there's a if the, if there is, I mean, if, if they go before this floor, it is hell. They, well, <laughs> like it is, I mean, they introduce Kevin. They, they introduce Valhalla. They introduce yeah. and and Hercules is coming. It's possible. Uh, not saying it's good. Um, just because uh, Darth asked in the comments uh, in regards to season four of The Boys, yes, it was confirmed. That was a yeah. news and rumors from a while ago. But just yeah. so you know, um, um, Brett Goldstein is the guy who was cast as Hercules. If you guys don't know him, I would say check him out on Ted Lasso. He plays Roy Kent, the soccer star. Great character. Does a great job with it. He also has a podcast that is called, I'll look it up real quick because I actually do have it on my phone, um, where he reviews, if I'm not mistaken, films to be buried with. And uh, he reviews like... He, That's a it, deep term. Yeah, he like talks to people about movies and stuff that he's into. Films to be buried with with Brett Goldstein, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's gonna be Hercules. I won't. I, I'm not, I'm not gonna deny. It. When I saw him as Hercules, I was just like, ooh, no, I don't like it. But <laughs> but but he might do an amazing job. They so, usually cast well. So yes, yes, that's like, what, you know that's the one thing you can't say against Disney or Marvel. Exactly. Whoever's whoever's in charge of that casting crew, they have do a they, good job. Have they ever poorly casted a character? Define poorly because like. There's like got to be the somebody. Person, the like, person didn't look or act like the character whatsoever. You know, okay. Any, any, any super, any important. Uh, hold on, let me, let me give you no. an example. Uh, Lex Luthor, played by the dude from uh, the, the Facebook movie, Social Network. Yeah. That was bad casting. Has Marvel Smallville? No, no, the the Lex Luthor in the movie, mm -hmm. in this Man of Steel movie, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. That's oh yeah, no, that was a horrible casting. That is bad casting. So it has Marvel has Marvel ever done casting like that? No, okay, not to date, not, not to that date. I can think of. If anyone could think of a character that Marvel has poorly cast, hit us up. Um, yeah. Uh, Darth asks us, do you guys think Hemwards wants to return for Thor 5 specifically? I don't know. He I mean, seems if, to have fun with it, but I mean... Yeah, if I'm making money and my movies are doing fine, why would I not do another one? What do I care? Mm -hmm. And also, you know, when someone interviewed him and asked him about showing his butt in this movie, he talked about the fact that this was 10 years in the making of me working out to the point where I felt comfortable enough doing this. So, hey, maybe he's done. Maybe he's not. We'll we'll find out with you, folks. That's That's it. <laughs> But but I also I also feel though like if it was the right story or whatever or or, or scenario I can imagine him wanting to do it because because oh. let me put it this way would you say this is a movie you'd be like yeah close the book on that I don't think so like you know no, what that, I mean I, I, that did not feel like the end or give us closure on the Thor story yeah and I don't think that unless they plan to unless Marvel's long term goal is we don't care about recasting we're gonna recast people later that's fine yeah which doesn't seem to be the case but yeah you know depends that's the whole show folks we had a great time hosting another wonderful edition of Geek Tastic Cipher with you guys um 
is there anything special you wanted to tell people, uh, Dave? Eternal sucks. Uh, I mean, yeah. And Thor 2 and Iron Man 3. Yeah. And uh, I just like ending the show by saying that. It's I mean, like five times I've done it. And I, I don't like Age of Ultron. Even on rewatches, I'm still like, this isn't, st- mm-hmm. this is still not really a good film. But that's a good question. Would you think that Eternals is better or worse than Age of Ultron? No, Age of Ultron is better. Yeah. Okay. I don't Maybe. like uh, Age of Ultron on re- uh, the one time I, or the two times that I've rewatched it has some really fun scenes. But I still don't think it's better than the Eternal. Uh, but again, Eternals. I think for me, the one of the issues is I'm actually a big fan of the Eternals. Like I have Neil Gaiman's run of Eternals, mm. John Romita Jr. Like I like the characters and the story that is around that universe that Kirby was building. So when I saw the movie, I was just like, "Ah, you guys are just not doing this justice." <laughs> For me, it's a factor of not doing it justice, which is also why, like, when I saw Brett Goldstein as Hercules, I was just like, don't think you're doing him justice. But hey, again, that yeah. was a two second scene. We'll see. Mm. Russell Crowe, though, kind of did Zeus well, but I not what I was expecting. Not, honestly, I was disappointed with the visual presentation of yeah. Zeus. All right, folks, that's the whole show. We had so much fun. Thank you for tuning in. If you guys like this T-shirt that I'm wearing with the uh, – and once again, if you guys are listening to this, we highly recommend you check us out on YouTube.com slash media, or you can hit us up on Twitch.tv slash GeektasticSypha. Uh, I just wanted to tell people about this shirt because I got it from – oh, man, I just had her business card right next to me. Where did it go? Oh, are you kidding me? I just lost the business card, folks. That's so it's, annoying. It's a dope shirt, though. I almost bought the Zelda one. Right. Because the the I it, I know it's called Pop Squatch. I'm just going to type it in and see if I can find it. Pop Squatch. Pop Squatch Designs. There we go. I was able to find it. Uh, the shirts are made by a bleaching technique. So they put the image over and then... Uh, apply like a bleach solution and then mm. bleach out the color from the shirt to create the in the negative space. The thing that I like about this, the Batman shirt is the, uh, cause you guys know this is dark Knight Frank Miller's cover, but that kind of like lightning on the side, mm-hmm. she does that by hand and each t-shirt is different. Oh, nice. Because she can't replicate it the way she does it. There's no way to replicate that on mass. So she does it by hand for each one, which I thought when she said that, I was like, that sounds crazy. <laughs> I was like, it she sounds had, like a lot of work. She had hundreds of shirts on that table. And I was just like, you're telling me like the Batman, there's like a few shirts specifically that she said, yes, yeah, some of these shirts, I have to do a specific thing to each of them by hand. And I was like, that is nuts to me. But, you know, if you guys want to check her out, it's Pop Squatch Designs. P-O-P-S-Q-U-A-T-C-H designs. And also, you know, I want to give another shout out to the boys at Squared Ideas. You guys did an amazing job again at that panel. It was so much fun to see. And I look forward to you guys doing more panels in the future. And if you guys want to support, uh, Dave, where can people check out the Squared Ideas stuff? Well, you can follow us on Instagram, squared underscore idea, or just follow us on our website, www.squared-dash. When I say dash, I actually mean the dash, not written. Yeah. Uh, idea.com. There you go. That's the whole show, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another one. Peace, y'all. Peace.